Hello and welcome to A Cup of Clarity, the place where you'll find insight for intentional living. I'm your host, Jeanette Milian, and I'm here to help you access the clarity within so you can create and live a life you love. Join me and my guests as we discuss a variety of topics that will empower you, inspire you, and touch your heart. So if you're ready to get out of your head and start living life from the inside out, grab your cup, take a sip, and listen in. Hey friends, thank you for joining me on this new solo cast episode of A Cup of Clarity today. I'm your host, Jeanette Melian. Hope you've had a great day so far, and I'm glad you're here. So I was recently talking to one of my coaching groups about one of the reasons why we find it hard to align ourselves and our actions in our lives, and one of the reasons was self-sabotage. Self-sabotage is something we've all done to ourselves at one point in our lives, or it may very well be something that you're constantly doing to yourself, and perhaps you're not even aware of it. I want you to know that it's a very common challenge, and it's universal to all of us, you know, here you might be trying to make progress on your goals or what it is you say you want in life, but for some reason, something is holding you back. Could that something be you? When you're actively or passively taking steps that prevent you from reaching what it is you say you want in life, that's self-sabotage. You basically hinder your own success and well-being by undermining your personal goals and your personal values. And it's what we call getting in your own way. The thing with self-sabotage is that it affects almost all aspects of our lives, from our relationships, our work, our health, and even our finances. I I bet you've probably seen more than one romantic comedy in your life where the leading guy or girl says that they're ready for a committed relationship and tell their best friend that they're excited to finally meet the one. However, once they meet that one few weeks into it, they start to create conflict with a new love interest or they may take on more work at work. So now they're too busy to make time for being with the other. That's a classic example of self-sabotage in a relationship. So how do you know if you're doing it? It's when you procrastinate or avoid something, for example. Ever hesitated to get started on something you said you were going to do? Here's the thing with procrastination. When we do it, our anxiety about whatever we are avoiding tends to increase. And the anxiety can lead to negative self-talk, which then makes us feel shame. Another thing we do when it comes to self-sabotage is perfectionism. If you happen to be a perfectionist, you may feel as though getting important things done often requires maybe ignoring things that are urgent but not especially important. And you have this feeling like you have to check off all the items on your list and do these at a super high standard. You get a little, or let's be honest, a lot obsessive over getting it right down to every last detail. And you have a fear that unless you think of and control every detail, it could go wrong and then you feel like you'll look bad or people are going to think less of you. And then that overthinking just kicks into place, right? This may show up when you're working on something like a big project at work, or it could take over when you're sending a casual email 
or doing something as simple as online shopping. What happens next is that there's very little time left over to get to important but non-urgent things. So you end up feeling like a hamster in a wheel because your most important things are not getting done. Can you relate to any of this? Hmm. You might also use conflict, also known as drama, in any of your relationships. You might choose partners who are incompatible. You might pick fights, have chronic mistrust, or even have unrealistic expectations. These are just some of the examples I can think of. So if this is something that affects us in so many areas of our lives, why is it that we do this to ourselves, you might be asking. In my experience, it's all driven by fear. I can think back to really many times in my own life where I engaged in self-sabotaging behaviors and it all came down to fear. If I trace it back to its origin, it was all fear-based. And that fear was tied into my lack of confidence and feelings of not being good enough. At times, I played small and safe because I feared success. I worried that if I failed, others would think less of me. And fear then usually fans the flames of worry, that rumination in our thinking where we're always wondering, what if this happens? What if that happens? And then what that does is it creates anxiety within, which we then try to avoid. So we set out to control everything around us through perfectionism and procrastinating. It's kind of exhausting, right? It's no wonder so many people are so tired these days. So from what I've learned over the years, self-sabotage is actually a protective mechanism that our psyche creates in order to keep us safe from any danger or harm. So if you're looking to try something new in life, like a new exercise program, let's say, or a new relationship, or you're looking to be promoted at work, your mind realizes that it's out of what's familiar to it. And trust me when I say it only likes familiar. Change is something it doesn't like or is ever really ready for. So it can trigger like all sorts of alarm bells in our internal system that tells us danger, danger. This is uncomfortable. This is out of what we know. Then our brain sends a signal out to get us back into the familiar behaviors we do feel comfortable with. And because none of us like the feelings of regret embarrassment or shame, what self-sabotage does is it sometimes offers us a pass of being able to say, well, I guess it wasn't my destiny, rather than being left with the uncomfortable feeling that not reaching our goals was partly our own fault, that in essence, we did this to ourselves with the choices we made and the actions we took. So now that you have the awareness of what it is and why you do it, Let me share how to stop this cycle of self-sabotage. How about we start with a clarity question for you? Ask yourself, which of the different types of self-sabotage that I just mentioned am I engaging in? How is it affecting me in life? And most importantly, where does it come from? So I've shared what it is, what it looks like, and why we do it. And you're probably saying, come on, Jeanette, get to the good part already. All right. So let's talk about how to stop self-sabotage. I think that 
Anytime we make a change in our lives, it starts with acknowledging that something is not serving us and that we wish to shift somehow. We may even start to notice the patterns in our lives. And once we acknowledge that, we become aware of what is holding us back and then do the inner work to get clear on where it comes from. So begin by identifying your self-sabotage triggers and the need it's trying to fill. Become aware of what it is you're doing. When are you doing it? And what part of your life is this affecting you the most? Ask yourself, where's the origin of the behavior? What is the behavior trying to do or what basic need is it trying to fill in your life? The need could be for approval, wanting to be liked, loved, respected, or accepted. It could be for control. When the world doesn't show up as we think it should, we feel the need to impose our control in it. Maybe the need you're trying to fill might be security, wanting to be safe, to feel secure, or it might be the need for oneness, wanting intimacy, belonging, or being seen by others. So let's go back to the example for a minute of wanting to be in a committed relationship, or you could even think of it in terms of a friendship as well. Perhaps you're someone that doubts yourself. You lack confidence and you have low self-esteem. So the way you might be self-sabotaging might be to get involved with others that you don't exactly respect because it helps you feel better about yourself. You're using the relationship to fill your need for self-confidence and self-esteem through a relationship that eventually won't work out, but it helps you feel superior and confident in the meantime. If you're not aware of your pattern of behavior, then you don't understand why the relationships or friendships don't last. Chances are that an emotion led to your behavior and that that emotion was caused by irrational thoughts because there's a connection between those two. Be aware of your patterns of thinking and how they affect everything, including your suffering. So when those thoughts come up, pause take a deep breath and pay attention to what they're saying. Ask yourself, is this true? And consider the evidence for those thoughts. Remember that if you've lived with the same negative thought pattern for many years, it almost becomes like background noise in that you're not consciously aware of it and how it's influencing your daily choices. As you become more and more aware of the thoughts, the emotions and the behaviors that are triggering you to self-sabotage, you can begin to choose differently. Know that every day is an opportunity to deepen your awareness and open your heart and mind to what is before you. The more you do this and soften to what you're experiencing, the better you get at not being attached to the outcome. I know that's hard. <laughs> Trust me something I work at every day. But one of the ways to do that is to get in touch with your values and your intentions. When you deeply connect to the things that truly matter to you most in life, not what matters to other people in your life, and you align to that, to the, 
those healthy behaviors, it becomes easier to let go of the old self-sabotaging ones. Value-based behaviors remind you of your why and ensure stronger motivation. It means that your chances of defeating self-sabotaging behaviors will most likely be successful in time. So if you want to learn more about intentions and how to connect to your values, check out my episode 19 where I talk more in depth about this. Knowledge is power. As I've said before, awareness is the greatest tool we have at our disposition for changing our lives. Take time to pause through the three S's, silence, solitude, and space, to step into greater awareness. And it's here where you're going to find what needs to heal within. It's a journey, and one that I believe is not to be rushed. Be patient. Be gentle with yourself. Be kind. Be self-compassionate. Once you can break through what is holding you back, you can start living life feeling more present, connected, and at ease. I hope this episode sparked the insight within. If anything resonated with you today, take a moment to share this episode with someone you think can benefit from listening to it. To learn more about me and my programs, visit my website at JeanetteMillian.com. And I would love to connect with you over on social media. It's at Jeanette Millian Coaching on Instagram and Facebook. And if you'd like to get started on getting clear about your self-sabotaging behaviors and how to change them, go ahead and sign up for a free 45-minute guided personal strategy session with me. I'd love to meet with you. And you can find the link for that in this episode's description. So until next time, I send you love and light. May your cup be full and overflowing.